Hello, and welcome to the My Leap of Faith podcast. My name is Gabrielle Genter, and I'm going to take you on my journey of living a life that felt completely inauthentic and unfulfilling, to discovering myself through the help of energy healers, shamanic practices, grounding in nature, plant medicines, and learning to trust my own intuition. This is a journey of being stripped raw to the place of knowing no thing, as it is there we are able to open our hearts to everything and create a new existence on Mother Earth. My hope is to demystify the process of becoming one with your higher self and sharing your light from that place, and I want to bring you along for the ride. Send us farther than our legs can carry us, but Hi everyone, welcome back. Today I'm going to talk about something that's been coming up for the last few weeks, and it is the law of service to others. And this stems from um, the law of one, which was channeled work of raw. And I I have a reference for you guys to go deeper into this if if you feel the call. There is someone on um, YouTube and also has a podcast named... Aaron Abke, who dives very deep into each of the laws and like he gives his interpretation of each. So I'm not trying to recreate what he's already doing and it's amazing. Um, But this idea of service to others has become so glaringly prominent in my own experience and, and also kind of mentoring or helping others and I want to talk about it today. So even before I was on this path of awakening, every place that I lived, I always had this draw to be of service. And by that, I mean, no matter where I lived, if it was in Manhattan or when we moved to California, I always found and felt like a calling to volunteer myself doing something. So I would look up like what what services were around and then I would go and, you know, apply or or you know, add myself to the roster of volunteers available. So in New York, it was, um, I volunteered for the blind. Uh, when we moved to California, I worked at a, a homeless shelter. And then when we moved to downtown, I worked or I volunteered for, um, the center that actually was just across the street from me and it's called ARC. And essentially they have a day program for mentally and physically disabled people. And what I want why I want to start there is even before I understood the value of service to others, me on an unconscious level knew that no matter where I lived and what I was going on in my life, that given giving (laughs) was the thing that made me feel the most whole and the most like grounded and real and like I was actually doing something. None of my jobs ever made me feel that way. So when I, obviously this was in my life of, of a career, (laughs) um, it was this connection of letting go of I'm being paid to be here to this feeling of, I don't know what, what I'm going to do here and what, what I'm volunteering for, but maybe let's see, you know, let's see what, what happens. And 
I like when I think about it in New York, I ended up working mainly with one particular um, client. And I mean, we became very close. Like we went shopping together. We did a lot of things together. And she, I always was amazed that here she was like completely blind from birth and surviving in Manhattan on 23rd street. Like I couldn't, I couldn't believe it, but we would go grocery shopping. We would do all the things together. And then, um, when I worked at the homeless shelter, there was a really big population of children there. And I remember like we would do activities like painting or even like dance competitions. And they like, it would, crack me up because I'm not like, like really into modern music, I guess, or like the latest ones. And they would have like these whole dance routines that they would do for me. And it was just like, it was everything at that point in my life. It it just brought me out of my own head and my own like existence to feel into another's experience and, and share a moment of love, right? And love not for my kid, not for my dogs, not for my family, but, you know, people that were drawn to that same, I guess, vortex of energy that was ready to receive. And then when I moved downtown and I started volunteering at ARC, this was when I hit my absolute lowest point and I would call my dark night of the soul. And it, it was, and I mean, if you've listened to this whole <laughs> journey, you know, it was all of the miscarriages and knowing that we weren't going to have children. Um, that point knowing how deep it was, I knew that there wasn't a coincidence, <coughs> excuse me, that I lived across the street from this center. So I got myself up and I went over there and, you know, <coughs> the joy that I experienced while volunteering there, and I think I've talked about this before, was like, I mean, there is no comparing because you have these pure souls that are just there to be like, there's no agenda. There's no like holding back parts of who they are. It's just pure joy or pure whatever. And so we would, again, we would paint, we would make cards, we would do like yoga together. We'd play games. I would, I got really into painting their nails and just being, you know, just like having a girlfriend to hang out with. And when I look back at that time, I was in the depths of my own despair, but it was through that service to others that helped me see like there is light and there is light outside of myself that I can tap into and know that I'm not alone. And we don't, we ne I never told them like what I was going through personally, but it was like this moment of just being open to what was coming in through this opening of myself. Then, um, Obviously, COVID happened and then the volunteering went away. <laughs> um, but through that, I started this podcast and my service to others took on a totally different experience. And what I know now after our, this is three years in is that by giving of yourself and your time and, and maybe your knowledge or your energy or your laughter or your love it is the fastest way to show the cosmos, the universe, source, that you are choosing the polarity of positive. You are choosing to be of service, to make a difference. You're not saying, 
this is my gift and this is what I have to share and this is all that I have to share at all. Because when I started this podcast, that's not at all, I mean, you guys know, it was. it's a journey. It's not like I knew what I have to share, but it's become the perfect outlet for me who I'm super introverted and having this outlet has meant something more than you guys could ever know. But when I get emails from you guys and explaining to me like how I've helped you in some small way, I always respond and it always is this mutual energy that is exchanged because hearing from you guys is that recognition of knowing like I'm making I'm making a difference. I am being of service and and it's not that I need to hear it every day, but knowing it it feels like okay. <laughs> so recently or the last few weeks I got this really big push that I haven't really been doing all that I can be doing. And mainly it was around the energy tribe and I have when I started it I got the clear message it was supposed to be a free community, 100% free. And that it was supposed to be a circle, that it, there wasn't supposed to be a leader that's talking. It was supposed to be a circle of, of like energies coming together to express themselves and to feel, have like that safety net to express where they are and, and also learn and grow together. And what I realized um, is that I haven't been... <sighs> I don't even know how to say this. <laughs> I haven't been as good of, of a mentor as I thought that I was because I kept like saying, you know, who wants to share? Who wants to do a class? Who wants to share whatever they have to share with the, these groups that this group that is your sisters? Like I, there's no safer container than just practice here. And then one of my sisters um, gave a, a, uh, a journey session a few weeks ago. And in that session, I saw clearly like the more people that I can light up to connect them with their service to others, that's the work. <laughs> that's like the everything. And I was like, interesting. I mean, it's not just about like holding a safe container, but it's about giving others the courage to step forward in whatever service that is, because there is no faster and clearer way to manifest your own frequency ascension than to say, I have enough. I have an abundance of me and I have enough to give it to you for no, or whatever, free or whatever it is, because I know it will come back to me like tenfold in the energy that I receive back from you. <sighs> the problem is most people get caught up in that step before, which is do I really have the the enough to share? Or do I have a voice that is knowledgeable? Or do I am I able to download as clearly as I think I am? Or is this even gonna make a difference in someone's day? Or like are, am I gonna stumble over my words if I'm doing, let's say, a journey? Or is is the technology gonna work? Or like all the things that we do to talk ourselves out of moving forward in this expression of service, that is the thing that is the, I would say the biggest lesson that we each have to get over. Like 
I mean, I'm the same way, no matter how many, well, this episode is 137 and it never changes. I still am like, okay, well, what, what, what's ready to come through? Like in some days, some weeks I'll like ruminate on it forever. And it's more of my ego holding me back from just blah, you know, like putting it out there. And a lot of the times I feel like I should just act as if I pick up a phone and just get into a conversation with people. Like it doesn't matter all the time what the subject is. It's just this connection of sharing that you're not alone. Like this process is not an easy one, but to get out and actually start pushing energy out, you have to get to a place in yourself that oh my God, you take the leap. You have to take the leap. Now, it doesn't have to be as a big expression as a YouTube channel, but let's say you are in a community where you actually have neighbors that you talk to and you are around people. Start sharing yourself, but yourself, your authentic self, not the self that you think they want you to be. That is like the key to all of this. The more that you can be authentic in who you now are becoming, it's like this, um, it's like taking these kind of locks off of other people and op- turning the key in other people to say like, wow, this person wasn't afraid to step forward into their, who they are and look how happy they are. Like I have so many friends that say like, what are you doing? Like, what can I do it? Like, what, what is it that makes you able to like, number one, be so open with your life, but also even actually my shaman even said, how do you find all these people that are interested in and in wanting to do medicine? And I'm like, I share exactly who I am. I, there is no um, veil between me and you because to me, if I created some persona of me, then what energy is that? Like what energy am I actually sending out? So what I'm trying to say is that the more authentic in your service to others you can be, even if it's scary and even if you think it's not going to be accepted, that is the the key for other people to then realize that they can explore even, start exploring themselves. So I have this friend that this happened God, maybe like six months ago, she was on a flight somewhere and it was delayed and it was delayed and delayed and delayed and ended ended up that it was delayed overnight. And in that process, she befriended two other people that I think one was going to a funeral and the other one had like some other trauma in their life. And there she was like in this small group of three she turned her light on. And in that, like, let's say 24 hour period of them being together, this connection was formed that made the process love. Like, and then it, I don't know if this happened on uh, on choice or if it was the synchronicity, but they actually ended up being placed on the plane, sitting in a row of them three together. Why? Because energy feels energy. And it's like, by her holding steady in her center, she brought in light to these people that were obviously having a, I mean, anyone, no one wants to be stuck in an airport for 24 hours, but to still share your light in that case is, that's what I'm talking about. Like, don't, not getting caught up in your own mental monologue on what's happening in your life and just saying like, okay, this is what's happening. Now, can I bring myself, my authentic self to this situation? 
that to me feels like service to others. Even, okay, so, and then in the energy group, uh, we have another uh, sister who recently took the step and shared herself in a way that was super vulnerable to her, but she did it. And on the other side of that, you do not know what it's going to mean to someone. So what I would say is that by me starting this journey and recording it live, I didn't know what it, what it was going to be. And the friendships that I've met and have now through doing this, I've never had this caliber of closeness with people. And um, how would I describe it? Like, I, I mean, the, the simple 3D word would be peer group, but it's a family, you know, it feels like this connection that we've had for eons and seeing it and knowing it in each other, it just makes you feel so safe and seen. And then you can be like your wildest self and it's accepted because nothing that I do or say, I feel is judged by them. Why? Because I've shared everything that they could judge at this point. Like, I don't, I don't hold back. Like, this is who I am. And look, sometimes it definitely, there's friction and there isn't that meshing like this. And I've had to work through that in my own uh, ego as well. And like, well, why, why did this person come into my life? And why did it not work out? And why was there friction or why? But all of it is like lessons for me to understand myself in a deeper way and to know that that doesn't need to change me sharing who I am. Like, it just means that there aren't, there's not always going to be the like vibration. And that's fine too. What I'm saying is that the more service that we put out there, everyone's going to find their home vibration. And that is the only way that then people can start to feel this it feels like a nurturance and warmth to open up their seed, to really be here, to really share what they came to be here to be, or to even start exploring the things that light them up and that are calling to them. A lot of people ask me like, okay, I've come this far and what's my next step? Well, the next step is always going to be the thing that scares you the most, always. Like it never fails. As I move through this spiral <laughs> Every single time, it's going to be the thing that scares me the absolute most. So in everyone's experience, I would say, what is that seed or what is that that like sticking point that is, you know, it's calling you and you know that you've heard, you've seen it come around a few times and you can close the door on it as much as you want. And you can spend your entire life closing the door on those fear points, but it always is where your growth is. So whether it be like um, teaching a class or taking a class or um, creating a community or showing people in, in person your gifts or speaking about like, I'm on this journey. I don't know where it's going, but man, like I'm in it and this is who I am now and this is who I'm becoming. All of the things are steps into your new frequency you cannot move fully into a new vibration or frequency until you completely accept yourself in that. Meaning you can't have a secret self. Like a lot of women have this, uh, this group, right? And, and, and they bring their energy and they, they want to, they feel it. They know this is their, where they're evolving to. 
but in their personal life, nobody knows this part of them. That's, I mean, how, how can that be your true expression? We can't think of ourselves as something and, and then that manifest in our reality. It has to be backed up by action. It has to be backed up by vibration, the words that you're putting out, what your expression in the world is and what you're here to share. That's the only way that then you start getting this come back to you and then you feel it like, like the letters that I get from you guys, I mean, (laughs) I can't. I can't even um, express the depths of soul that come through in these letters. And even like opening up and sharing your own experience lately for me has been everything. Why? Because it's like an invitation to feel into you. And there is an exchange of energy and I feel it. And then that makes me want to give more. And I'm finding that like even in readings, the way I used to do the human design readings was I would just like almost like verbal diarrhea for an hour and a half straight without asking questions about the person's life because I'm like, this is your blueprint. This is who you are. But what I realized in the last few weeks is like having the dialogue with the person of them reflecting to me how this ascension process is working in their life and that it it is a very clear uh, mirror to what's actually happened in their lives. It's like allowing me to be a part of the process, which is totally different than me just verbal diarrhea and giving you the the blueprint. Um, What the reason is that I become part of the process, just like you guys are part of my process. I feel like when someone is open to sharing like, oh my God, this is why this is so perfect and this is exactly how it it evolved in my journey. I'm not on the outside just giving information anymore. I'm now, you're sharing, you're servicing me. You're letting me see, okay, I'm on the right track. I knew I felt it in my own self, but now I'm seeing it reflected in many other people. And having that verbal exchange and this movement of energy is this like, it feels like this like cradle of vibration between the two of us that is like for that hour and a half cohesive. It's, it's this perfect cohesiveness. And that's an example of being service to others. You never know what your share with one-on-one situations with whoever, how it's going to turn a key in their experience. You never know. I have a a friend that does um, light language. And recently I received some downloads about what light language was and how it was affecting me and others. And, And then I shared it with her. And I mean, I don't know, this is just my experience of it. And do I know that it's the end all truth? No, it's what I, what I downloaded for her. And I know now that has like put her on her own path of trying to get deeper in her own knowing of what it is. But ultimately it's this turning literally, literally a turning of a key in someone's own activation and helping them to start remembering their own codes. Now, does she know that? No, because it's not, it's moving through her unconsciously, but she's the idea of being of service to others. You'd never know how it's going to affect. Like, I have no idea the things that come out of my mouth, how they're going to land somewhere else. And I have to let that go because it, 
it's not about that. It's not about that and it's not about me. It's just let, letting the energy out there and letting it be what it needs to be for each individual person. So in the case of this friend of mine, light language is the same thing. And, and I would say it's even a step further because you don't actually understand what you're saying. And I think I actually said this before. There were There was like a year there where I was like, doing episodes and I had no idea if someone would write me and ask about a certain topic. I was like, I don't even remember recording that. When you become a clear channel, it isn't about you, your mind, like forming these thought patterns to share. Like in the case of this, this is how this episode came about. For some reason today, I went to my, um, my podcast, which I haven't been listening to podcasts in weeks, but I had um, subscribed to this guy, Aaron Abke's podcast, and he put out this episode today called, I don't know if it was today, but it came up for me today, Service to Others, The the Law of One, and then it's his number 23rd episode. And I listened to it and I was like, yeah, this is the same message that I've been getting. Like, (laughs) and so why, like, we can start taking messages everywhere in our experience and then sharing your perspective of that message. It doesn't have to be like this, like my ego, my mind saying, okay, this is what I talked about last week. And here's my, my what I'm planning to talk about in the next few weeks. Like if I try to do that, and I've said this before, that's not channeled. I have to let it be what it's going to be. Now, Of course, I can influence that if I choose to go down certain energy uh, threads, for sure. But in this case, like lately, the law of one has been calling to me. It's something that I've been training with for a while, but recently came back up. And there is a website called thelawofone.info where you can get the free... um, free uh, audio and there's a glossary and it, it breaks it down so it's a lot easier to digest but it's ba- the like the foundation of ascension essentially <laughs> and when we are called back to let's say teachings that we've had and we've already absorbed it's because you're ready to absorb them on a different level and everything has this key code, right? Even the words that I say are going to hit someone on a certain level and someone else on this level and someone else on this level. It's all activating. It all is where are you in your process and how much can you absorb in those codes? So then today I was like, okay, I mean, it's today is Saturday. I, I don't need to come up with an episode until a week from now, but I feel this energy of like, let's get it through. It's fine. Like, I don't need to have a prepared thing about what the share is. That's what service to others is. Not letting the ego get in the way of how you become of service because you will never know what is servicing someone else. You will never know what you do and how it lands in another body or another vessel and what it does for another. And can we let go? of that and just be of service, literally just be of service. The other thing that Aaron talked about was, does that mean that I can't, you know, take care of myself? And he he says, and I know this is what the law of one says, is that the only way you can be of service to others is to fill your own cup. And that goes back to self-love. You have to start there. Love, loving 
every part of you, even the parts of you that you look back and you regret or you wish you would have done something different, loving where you were at that point is all part of servicing yourself. Because unless your cup is running over, how can you be of service in the highest vibration to someone else? And it all is connected, but the only way that you transcend your own reality is to get to the point where you are ready to service other people. So I hope this is helpful. I will link below the episode that I referenced, the loveone.info, and um, just know that it is going to be the hardest thing. I mean, it is, unless you do it like on the download, like I was in my unawakened life, which is just volunteering for the, the services that were around me. Again, perfect. That's all you need to do. Just start understanding what that vibration is and how it fills you because it will fill you beyond anything that you could ever imagine. Okay. (laughs) I hope you're well and I'll talk to you guys next week. So we give our voices, so we give our voices to the ones who've left us. So we give our voices to the ones who cry in silence. So we give our voices, so we give our voices to the ones whose speeches running under soil beneath. So we give our voices, so we give our voices to the ones who've left us. So we give our voices to ones who cry in silence so we give our voices so we give our voices to the ones whose speeches running under soil beneath subtle, subtle, subtle.